nice to just take a picture of something that you enjoy, a product or a meal, and just get paid thousands and thousands of dollars for it. And that's your job. That's how you make your living. Uh, it's called being an influencer, and more and more people want to do that as a career. But maybe it should come with some warnings or some understandings about how likely it is to actually make it in that field. We're talking about it right now with PhD student in the Department of Kinesiology at University of Windsor, Sheldon Fetter. Sheldon, thanks so much for making the time. Thank you for having me. So Sheldon, you wrote an article for theconversation.com and it's called, Want to be a social media influencer? You might want to think again. And I want to get into some of those reasons that you maybe might want to think again, but let's just define exactly what it is that we're talking about when, when we're describing someone as an influencer so that we're all on the same page. How do you classify what an influencer is? Yes, absolutely. So a social media influencer is someone who has established this reputation for being knowledgeable about a specific topic or industry, and they have this online following that they engage with. So they build these relationships with their followers through the content that they're sharing, and they interact with them through live stream, comments, and chats. And this creates a greater sense of community and gives the influencer more influential power. I think it's no surprise when you look at how popular social media is and, you know, there's so many different platforms now. Content creation is just sort of a way of life, I think, for a lot of people that are using um, some of these sites, that this is something that a lot of people are looking at as a viable career option. Do we have any data that suggests how many people w want to pursue this as their career? Uh, yes. Yeah. So according to our study that we did last summer, so 75% of our participants indicated that they are interested in becoming a social media influencer. And the top three reasons they gave for that were the money, uh, opportunity to try these new products and services, and the job itself seems fun. Sorry, 75% of the people that you surveyed said that they want to be social media influencers? Yes, of 750 participants that we recruited. Who is it that you talked to? Is this someone? Is this a group that's within a certain age demographic? Yes, so they were 16 to 30-year-olds, so young adult category, um, and it was posted to the general population. Wow. Or public. So is this just become, is because we've seen influencing become something that's so glamorized and so idolized now that everyone kind of wants a taste of, of that? They want to be adored and recognized as someone with power? Yes, and researchers are suggesting that we're really only seeing those that are making the millions, and we're not really seeing the other side of the story, the ones that are not making that much money but are still putting in that amount of work. So uh, the people that you surveyed that say that they want to pursue this as a career, 75% of people 16 yeah. to 30 that want to pursue this, do they also have a realistic expectation and understanding that they're likely not going to hit that threshold of making $10,000 per post? That is where we are very concerned um, because it's not, it's not really talked about and there isn't a lot of education around it. Um, so for us, we don't necessarily want to dissuade people from wanting to be an influencer. We want to educate them, right? Like there is no training, there is no regulations, and there is no support offered for those who want to pursue this career. And it could be it could be threatened now with um, with this new bill C11, which is going to promote a minimum amount of Canadian content to Canadian users. So does that also pose a threat to anybody that's maybe wanting to become an influencer? Their content might not necessarily be as widely seen or pushed out to only a certain audience. Yes, absolutely. And the thing that 
is most worrisome right now is Canadian content has not been specifically defined. So people don't necessarily know what this means and what that could mean for the content they are producing. Mm. And again, there's algorithms. So they're already trying to figure out these algorithms to get their content out there and seen. And now add this, it's becoming quite worrisome. I wonder when you spoke to these, um, this group that you researched, was there also conversation about some of the bans that have happened surrounding TikTok? There's been bans, obviously, in Canada when it comes to um, uh, provincial and, and federal government devices now having to ban TikTok. There's been bans in the states as well, widespread bans. Is that something that could also pose a threat to someone wanting to become an influencer? Absolutely. It wasn't talked about during our own survey. Uh, It wasn't as prevalent then, but it is becoming very prevalent now. And again, new articles are coming out saying like this is really concerning because again, some people are, they made their career off of specifically TikTok. And now with these bannings, there's going to be less and less people, less and less viewers. It seems that everything to do with social media is is fleeting to an extent. You know, we are really um, on one site for a certain amount of time and then we kind of migrate on to the next and on to the next. And so I wonder if, you know, the uncertainty of the future of social media poses a threat. Maybe you'll be able to, to make a lot of money right now with brand deals and endorsements, but is that something that's truly sustainable? I mean, can we see that far into the future to really recognize or understand that? And that's the thing, we can't. So there's all these unforeseen challenges. So the job security is really volatile because things can be so up and down. And same things with sponsorships, like they may come and they may go. Um, But again, new policies and the algorithms are two very big factors that they don't have control over. I wonder if brands are are moving slightly away from influencer marketing now because it is such a saturated market. Are you seeing any change in that area? We're actually seeing more companies um, devote more money to influencer marketing, Uh, specifically nano and micro influencers who have anywhere, nano would have 1,000 to 10,000 followers, and micro would have about 10,000 to 100,000 followers. And the reason that they are trying to target these influencers is because they're more accessible, they're cheaper, and they have a very tight community with their followers. Their followers think they're easily accessible. They can message them, chat, and comment. And oftentimes, these influencers do respond. Mm. So they have a more loyal following. I I wonder, though, maybe if that's... I suppose that's a better option. You can kind of be a micro influencer, but then still hold down your your nine to five job and kind of make some money on the side. But yeah. again, it sort of seems like this whole industry then is going to become so saturated with with ads and content that's being made, you know, for for monetary gain. You know, I wonder I just wonder if we're suddenly going to look around and realize that everything is being advertised to us and brands are going to move away from this. Yeah, and it's, it's also concerning because about 25% of participants in our own study mentioned they would accept money and promote products that they don't even believe in or necessarily like. So again, that's concerning being maybe the follower, like, if you like, I think we all are influenced at some point by something that we see on social media. And is it real? Is it true? And do they really actually like that product? Yeah, and that's always the question, right? And you know, it always comes with the claim that you know this is completely authentic, and I believe in being genuine to my followers. But I yeah. has it has it ever really been completely authentic? You know, of course, if someone's going to pay you thousands of dollars to promote a product, you're probably going to, even if you don't use it. Yes, it's very possible.
Okay, Sheldon, thank you so much for sharing your research uh, and your perspective this afternoon. Really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Of course. Take care. That's Sheldon Fetter, a PhD student in the Department of Kinesiology at the University of Windsor.